Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Alan Searle. In our journey through uh, the book of Matthew, we're now coming to the Passover and the Lord's Supper, Matthew 26, verses 17 through 30. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He replied, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time is near. I am going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after the other, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him, but woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. Jesus answered, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup, And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Now, many great teachings have been done or could be done on this passage. And my favorites involve taking a look back to Exodus 12. Uh, Exodus 12 describes the first Passover because we see Jesus there as well. Then Moses summoned all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go at once and select the animals for your families and slaughter the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop, dip it into the blood in the basin, and put some of the blood on the top and on both sides of the doorframe. Imagine that. Blood at the head and where two outstretched hands would be. Spilled blood would be at the sill. It's all a foreshadowing look at a bloody cross. God's Passover instructions went on to say, The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. This, then, is the context the disciples had for Passover. They were to mimic their forefathers, eat the roasted lamb with unleavened bread, and bitter herbs. Wine would have been served. The biblical instructions also told them, this is how you are to eat it, with your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. In other words, be ready to get out of town, fast. So far, so good. All normal for the gang of twelve and their rabbi. Then, as is often the case with Jesus, the unexpected happens. He announces that one of the twelve will betray him and reveals to Judas that he knows of his treachery. 
Then he takes the Passover meal to another level. He breaks the paradigm. He announces a new covenant, one with blood like Old Testament covenants, but this time with his blood. He is the sacrifice. He's the perfect sacrifice. Now, the gospel accounts of the meal include mention of the bread and the wine, but they don't mention the lamb, even though that was the centerpiece of Passover. But maybe they don't have to. The lamb is at the center of this story in Matthew. He's the one telling the story. He's the one who is the story. It is his blood that protects us and washes us clean. It is his faithfulness that takes us from being sinners on the run to saints in right standing with God. Let's pray. Father, we stand in awe of your love that you would send your own son to be the perfect sacrifice to atone for this sinful world. As we approach Easter once again with the glory of resurrection in mind, let us not forget that Jesus came to glory through pain, through betrayal, and through suffering. Help us remember throughout each day to fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Thank you, Ellen. So today we've been praying for the peace and security of Israel as it continues to have an extremely divided government, for an end to anti-Semitism here and all forms of racism in the UK and around the world. We're praying for the Lord to enter many hearts this Easter season, just as he entered Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. And we're praying for justice to roll on like a river and righteousness like a never-failing stream from the words of Amos. And finally, let's pray that the name of Jesus is lifted high as just as we lift up that banner on the side of our church, there is hope. His name is Jesus. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.